0: My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at my pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TODD.
1: Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd
0: Huff. Well, that is right. You are listening to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. I am your host, Todd Huff. Email, as always, Todd at TodhuffShow.com, Facebook.com slash ToddHuffShow for those that want to watch the program live and on demand They're on Facebook, and we've actually, we're doing a test today, a test stream on, uh, using a new video uh, platform, and so the video will look a little bit different, and hopefully, you know, this is something that we're testing live, we've tested the speed and so forth, so everything should be, uh, should be good except for if there are some uh if there's some issues let us let us know on on facebook if you're watching there but it's good to be here thank you for for joining us today it's kind of um, <laughs> it's an adjustment here for me to check this out but we got you know this eventually will give us different camera angles and things that we can do you don't have to look at my mug during the commercial breaks now we'll have a uh, a screen that can go up but anyway lots of uh Exciting stuff there on Facebook. So I want to start today. I actually want to start by talking about um, what's happening in the state of Michigan. There's a lot of things happening in Michigan right now, and I, I want to talk about talk about several of those things. One of those things involves a Michigan state representative being censored this is reported in the Detroit News, uh, being censored for literally saying thank you to President Donald Trump. Let that sink in for just a moment. She is being censored for saying thank you to President Donald J. Trump for thanking him publicly. Now, this is the representative. Her name is Karen Whitsitt. She's a Democrat from the city of Detroit, and she is in trouble with the Democrat Party for, quote, breaking protocol by meeting meeting with President Donald Trump and Vice President Pence during an April 14th—I'm reading from the Detroit News uh, here—meeting of COVID-19 survivors during which she credited hydroxychloroquine— for saving her life. Thank you, she said. Thank you for everything that you have done. I did not know that saying thank you had a uh, political line. I'm telling my story and my truth. That's, uh, I don't like the phrase my truth. I know that's become kind of in vogue to say, but truth is truth. I understand, I think, to a degree what people mean by my truth. It's really maybe my experience, my story. But my truth, I don't know, that's a a little uh, inconsistent and and incorrect. But nonetheless, she's talking about telling her story, and she said, this is how I feel, and these are my words. Um, Trump jumps in, as only Trump can, and says, you know, uh, this is disgraceful. She should join the Republican Party. So... I've sat on here for some time, and I stand by this because this is, I think, undeniable. I think completely, 100% undeniable. Coronavirus, COVID-19, has become that this is a now a political disease. It's unfortunate. It shouldn't be that way. People that have it should be—I uh, mean, it, it shouldn't matter what their political preferences, viewpoints, anything— but that's not what this is turning into, folks. In fact, I posted yesterday. If you if you ever want to see uh, poll quotes and and uh, that we pull from the show and post, I post those on Instagram. They also cross post for the time being on Facebook. But it's Todd F. Show if you're on Instagram. Anyway, I quote. I I, I had a poll quote from yesterday. Trump. This is what I said. Or I, Trump hopes hydroxychloroquine can treat COVID-19. The media freaks out, right? This is true. The media freaks out. They, he hopes. He gets up there multiple times. He talks about some promising studies, which, by the way, is factual. Those were promising studies. There are still promising developments with other treatments, uh, well, not, not just uh, with hydroxychloroquine, chloroquine, uh, azithromycin. Some people supplement it with zinc, which we'll talk about here as the program comes together as well. And, um, but, but it's almost as though the media gets angry at that, right? They, they freak out. The media freaks out. Then Biden, on the other hand, Biden has promised Trump simply hoped he, Trump has never said that hydroxychloroquine is the definitive cure for COVID. He said, if you've got nothing, if you've exhausted all options, if your doctor is giving you an incredibly negative prognosis, he says, and he, and this is exactly what he said, what the hell do you have to lose? That's what he said. What the hell do you have to lose, as they say, as the saying goes. Because if you've been given the prognosis of, of death, there is no side effect that's worse than death. I don't mean to make this um, – yeah, I, I don't mean to – Make the obvious here, point out the obvious to the radical left, but there is no side effect that's worse than death. Meanwhile, Biden promises to cure cancer, promises, not hopes. He promises to cure cancer. He doesn't stop there. He's going to cure diabetes, he's going to cure Alzheimer's. Media, he has no specifics. He has no, at least Trump's pointing to a specific drug or a, a, a series of drugs. Remdesivir, which we can also talk about as well. That's a drug produced by Gilead to treat. I think Gilead or uh, Remdesivir was originally created to treat Ebola. Could have been malaria as well. But nonetheless, nonetheless, this um, this fascination that we see that's focused on politicizing. A drug, a treatment. A Democrat in the state of Michigan is uh, Michigan is being censored. That basically is a fancy term for saying all the people in her group, whatever this, this particular group is, get together and they're going to say shame on you for thanking President Trump. Shame on you for meeting with President Trump and Mike Pence because now you've given him political ammunition, I guess, for the campaign. Don't you know Michigan – is a swing state? Don't you know our governor is a complete train wreck when it comes to navigating and dealing with coronavirus, COVID-19, and a ration? They didn't say that, but that's, that's of course, I think implied and understood. Of course, they probably think that she's doing wonderfully. But anyway, you've got this situation where it's truly political. Media doesn't care at all. Biden can promise to cure coronavirus tomorrow, uh, if it only listened to an Obama speech, that'll cure the COVID immediately. Someone could say that. Obama, Biden could say that. Media probably wouldn't even raise an eyebrow at that. They have no specifics on what Biden wants to do. It's his promise. Not, again, not a hope, a promise. A promise. He says, I promise you I'm going to cure cancer. If you elect me president. Look, I understand his son died of brain cancer and that is that's awful that is terrible that is incredibly sad again on this program we don't simply focus on the specific political party ideology of an individual when determining whether or not we figure something to be sad disappointing what have you it's sad it's terrible that biden lost his son Bo to brain cancer that is that is i can't imagine the grief and my heart goes out to the family uh, for, their, for their loss of losing a child at any age as a parent has to be, I, I, I can't even fathom what that is like being the father of a 10, 8, and 6-year-old. But that doesn't give him li- free license to say he's going to suddenly cure cancer, cure diabetes, cure Alzheimer's he says it, and there's no repercussions for that. Crickets, silence, no interest, nothing. Trump comes out and says, I hope. What's, what's wrong with giving hydroxychloroquine a try? Suddenly, we find that hydroxychloroquine, and this thing's been around since 1955, folks. I've researched this. 1955 is when this drug was first used in the United States, and it is suddenly – it is suddenly the most dangerous drug in the history of drugs because Trump talks about it. Not only that, you have a representative, this representative in the state of Michigan who comes out and says, thank you, President Trump, for recommending for recommending this, this treatment because I didn't know about it. I wouldn't have known about it. In fact, now she didn't say this, but she probably should have. There's no way I would have known about it because my party doesn't even let us utter the words hydroxychloroquine unless it's followed by it's followed by Trump is a anti-science president Trump is a danger and a disaster Trump is the reason that people apparently take uh, some sort of aquatic treatment a, a cleaning agent remember this happened in Arizona a couple of weeks back maybe a month or so an elderly couple an older couple I should say a seasoned couple took this uh, the wife had heard the, or read the term hydroxychloroquine, and she thought, that's in something I've seen before. She starts looking around and finds that it's in uh, something that she put into the koi pond, I believe, a medicine or some sort of a treatment for the, the pond, and her and her husband decide to take it. And I'm telling you, without directly saying it, they want, the, they want you to think that Trump's use of the word hydroxychloroquine, the use of the word hydroxychloroquine somehow, somehow makes – Made that situation happen. That's what they want you to think. I think that's reprehensible and terrible. It's sad that they took it, but just because Trump's on stage talking about a drug, talking about hey, I'm not a doctor, talk to your doctor. Someone sees hydroxychloroquine and some other as as an ingredient in something else, and suddenly we're supposed to believe that that's a direct result of President Trump. That's a direct result of someone taking matters into their own hands, folks. But this is the kind of reporting we see on this. I'm telling you, I sense, I sense some joy when these treatments don't work. I really do, and that's, I, again, it's, it's for purely political reasons. It's inexcusable, reprehensible, and I've had about enough of it. Also, had enough in this first segment because we are, uh, it's time to take a break as Oz has indicated. So we're going to stop and do that. So um, we're going to continue this discussion about hydroxychloroquine, the treatments. The political fallout, how this is the treatment of COVID-19 is now suddenly all political. So we'll do those things. When we return, you are listening to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. Back in, back in just a minute. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed, too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code Todd to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code Todd.
1: What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission?
0: Welcome back. All right. I am multitasking here behind the scenes. Actually just found out, just found out. I didn't see this. I just uh, clicked over to Facebook. I had a a coach that uh, was one of our coaches at Butler University when I was uh, there back in the, uh, let's see, 90, I played 96 through 99 seasons. He was there a couple of those seasons. Um, I think he was offensive coordinator, maybe started off as another position coach specifically. But Matt Canada, he's also been, at, he's been a lot of places. He's been offensive coordinator at places, head coach, I believe for a while at Maryland as well. But he's been, um, he's joining the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's a local guy. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers, he's their quarterback coach. So congratulations to Matt Canada. That caught my attention during the break. But I want to get back to what we were, What we were discussing here regarding hydroxychloroquine, how this has been politicized. The treatment of COVID nineteen is now one hundred percent political. I'm talking about the way it's covered in the media. I'm not specifically saying the doctor, uh, the doctor at the that's treating someone is, is picking and choosing drugs or treatments based upon who's making the recommendations or. The political ramifications, implications of that. But we do know, we do know that people in the Democrat Party, at least one anyway, is being censored. She's having her hand metaphorically slapped by the party because she dared. Again, we're talking about State Representative Karen Whitsett, Detroit, Democrat. She met with President Trump April 14th, met with Mike Pence. She said you know, she she was one of the survivors from COVID-19, and she said, thank you for everything you've done to President Trump. This upsets, this upsets the Democrats. You can't have this. You, you, well, they think you can't have it. Um, so they're going to plan to censor. Now, this is the 13th Congressional District Democratic Party Organization. That's a mouthful, I know, but it's the Thirteenth district, her district. Uh, well, I'm presuming it's her district um, in the state of Michigan. So she is going to have her hand metaphorically smacked here for thanking Trump. And they actually, I mean, they don't. They don't even pretend that this is about something else. They don't even make it sound like there's something else to this. The chairman of the organization, Jonathan Kenlock, said this at the end of the day. We have political systems. We have political parties, and political parties exist for a reason. They do not belong to themselves, Kenlock said. I'm reading again from the Detroit News here. Said of endorsed candidates and elected officials, they belong to the members and precinct delegates of the Democratic Party. My, oh, my. <laughs> um, that Wow. I remember years ago, there was a representative in southern Indiana named Baron Hill. Barron Hill was – what is that? The I'd have to look at the, the map. It's not my district. He he covered Bloomington. I'm a little bit north of Bloomington. We were uh, district – we're, we're congressional district four here, and his district was just south of ours. Down, I think he went all the way down to the Ohio River I believe. Anyway, he was uh, had a town hall. This was back during the days of Obamacare, two thousand nine, two thousand ten, and he held a town hall at one of the high schools, Bloomington North, I believe. And we went, we went, and it was a packed house, folks. And he got up on that podium. You can probably Google this somewhere. And he was getting, you know, pushback. Of course, he's he's a he's a arrogant Democrat, is what he was. And there's arrogant Republicans too. But he was an arrogant, do as I say, Democrat. This is how. Uh, This is this is one of the reasons why people have had enough with that political party, and he's up on the stage. I kid you not, and he looked into the crowd as they were beginning to boo some of the stuff he said. He wagged his finger at us, as the elite, arrogant politicians like to do—wag their finger at us. Shame on you! Oh, shame on you, people in this audience. But what he said was, he said, "This is my kind of pounded the podium. This is my town hall meeting." Basically, if you don't get it together, I'm going to shut this thing down and walk out of here. To which the audience did not appreciate that, of course, as well. So that's how these individuals think. This, are, this is not the representative. If you take the words of uh, the the chairman here, this Kinlock, whatever his first name is, Matt Jonathan, he says they don't belong. Candidates don't belong to themselves. Okay, I can. Well, as individuals they do, but in the political sense, okay. But they belong to the the district or the, they represent the district. No, 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 no. They belong to the members and precinct delegates of the Democratic Party. They belong to the, to the delegates of the precinct uh, committee uh, – delegates, I should say. Precinct delegates of the Democratic Party. If we don't like what they say, we can bring them in. We can publicly scold them for – praising something that someone in the opposition party has done the the humanity oh the humanity can you imagine having the audacity to say that someone in another political party actually did something good and we act as they act as though the problem here is donald j trump how in the world if that is your reality how in the world is is donald j trump the problem here well, Donald J. Trump will use that as a political wedge. He actually says that, too, somewhere in this article. The president will I'm trying to see where it is. But basically, they're afraid – here it is. Yeah. No, someone else said it. Bowens. Who's Bowens here? Anyway, talking about the uh, – how thanking Trump could undermine the party's ability to win Michigan. So when people like me say that this is 100 percent political and some people say, oh, I just I can't believe that we got to follow the science. We got to I'm not against following the science, but the, the science is immediately they've, they've entrenched themselves against hydroxychloroquine. And it looks like maybe remdesivir as well. Gilead, which that's another story, which I'll get to. But really quickly, I've got a, a friend that works there and I asked him about it because I read the headline last night. Uh, Gilead drug fails miserably, or some such thing. Early early studies show that uh, remdesivir is basically completely completely worthless against COVID nineteen. And I so I knowing the media, I said, "Is this is this accurate?" And he said, not, not, not exactly. We don't know yet." The WHO had apparently released information about the drug or the study early. So why again is that a is that a pro science thing to do? They they clamor about the way that hydroxychloroquine was promoted or touted or whatever by Trump. And again, what Trump was doing was simply trying to speak hope into a situation. Trump was trying to talk about a situation and give people hope that there are potential treatments. We don't know. He always would say that. We don't know, but I think it's I think it's promising. I'm more hopeful he's I remember him saying, Dr. Fauci kind of hedged his bets on hydroxychloroquine because again Dr. Fauci is not going to say he knows it works until he sees the study and looks back at it retrospectively. Trump says that doesn't do a person that's dying today any good. Dr. Fauci with all due respect, I'm going to look at this forward thinking and look at look at it and say, "Hey, if I'm if I'm in a dire situation, what do I have to lose? I'll take that. I'll take that drug. I'm hopeful that it's that it's going to be uh, proven to be effective, I don't know, maybe it will, maybe it won't. He says this quite quite frequently said this last night with something else he's getting criticized about talking about u v light and maybe somehow treating uh, treating people infected with covid nineteen with disinfectants and so forth, which we can get to that's on my list, but i just to me this is a is a microcosm. what's happening to this state representative in Detroit and Michigan? She's being censored by her local congressional party because she, uh, she thanked President Trump. And by thanking President Trump, they think that that's going to somehow give him a chance at winning Michigan. You talk; They, they say that President Trump only wants to cure and, and save the economy so that he has something to run on in November. But meanwhile, these are the folks that don't want their own representatives thanking Trump. When they really believe that what he said and shared saved their lives. Who's politicizing this? That's my question. If you can't say that in today's political climate, in the world in which we live, we've even sunk to a lower point than most people have believed that we've reached. This is reprehensible. This is the problem. These folks, they don't want to give Trump any credit. And this, to me, is proof. It's proof positive. It, it 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 justifies Trump for the way he interacts with the media because this is the standpoint. This is the perspective. This is the narrative that the, the media and the left are trying to produce. Trump can do nothing wrong. If we cede one inch of ground to President Trump, if we say, wow, that was nice, he saved someone's life by talking about a drug that they wouldn't have otherwise heard about, that's a bad thing. Huh. Long in this segment. <laughs> Ran out of breath there. Got on a little bit of a rant. So, quick time out here. Um, get back. There's lots more to talk about with this. I want to talk about a, treat, a, a doctor that treated himself. 92 year old doctor treated himself with a drug that the media has been praising for not working. Turns out he credits it with saving, saving his life and his wife's, wife's life as well. Also, I believe, 92 years old. With hydroxychloroquine. Anyway, we'll talk about these things and more when we get back. You're listening to the Home of Conservative, not bitter talk. I am your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at my pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore, and our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our My Pillow towels and our really soft, comfortable My Pillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their My Pillow dog bed too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code Todd to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com promo code Todd. Welcome back. Again, none of this should really, none of this should really surprise us. Again, talking about um, how the Democrat Party in the state of Michigan, particularly the district, um, the 13th district uh, here in, in Michigan, that is looking at censoring someone, the representative, Representative Whitsitt for... Thanking President Trump for meeting with him, having the audacity, having the audacity to thank him. I mean, haven't you? How many times have you heard people say they get on TV? I see them. I see all different types of people. Do I've seen? I think I've seen tough guy, uh, tough guy Chris Cuomo do this. I've seen Don Lemon do this. I believe I've seen, I think Sanjay Gupta on CNN do this and I've seen other people do this, and it's actually not wrong, right? I mean, they, they say this this virus doesn't care about your political party. It doesn't care about your ideology, your race, your ethnicity, your gender, right? By the way, that's the one thing we should learn from this virus is not to put, I mean, look, it, the ideology matters, right? I'll, so I'll pull that one out. Ideology and worldview matters, but we can't, we 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 shouldn't get to the point where we lose our humanity. Let's let's persuade, let's fight for our cause, but let's not lose our humanity. Let's not lose I don't know if that's the right way of saying it. Lose lose any sense of I don't know, uh love and grace and mercy. It's all like it, it that stuff can all be thrown out the window, apparently if the person uh in the minds of some anyway, if the person that we find ourselves in a disagreement with is someone of a different political persuasion. So the virus doesn't care, doesn't care about any of those things, race, gender, ethnicity, sexual orientation, religion, whatever, all these identifiers, which again, I'm not minimizing and saying they never matter anything, but just we could, that's the one thing we could learn, I guess, from from the virus is that it doesn't do that, but they, but they talk about this. It's almost like they preach down to us. Those of you that are watching, this might be in the minds of someone on CNN, for example, CNN is a constantly, um, one that I, I think about because they're, they're so pathetic, but they, they look into the camera and basically they, they preach to us. Oh, you know, this virus doesn't, doesn't care about this or that we shouldn't look at Democrat Democrats. Ideas, Republican ideas. We just have to get through this together. We have to hunker down together. Hunker down. I tell you what, the phrase hunker down, if I've got to hear that thing one more time, I'm going to lose my marbles, and I have a feeling I'm going to have to hear it at least a couple more times. Anyway, but it's amazing to me, they say these things, listen, you know, look at what they do, not what they say. And I'm not, I know this is not done by by the anchor of CNN or whatever. I'm simply pointing out that the people who carry the water for the Democrat party find themselves criticizing Trump for something that their own party's doing their own party's doing here. So not only are they, are you getting in trouble if you're a elected Democrat? Think about this. No wonder there's so much hyper partisanship. If I'm going to get criticized and censored, They won't endorse me in in elections. Maybe I can't get access to fundraising. Maybe they'll run a candidate against me in the primary if I have the audacity to thank a Republican. To thank a Republican. (laughs) It's it's beyond silly to me. Because why? Because Trump might be able to win Michigan if they can play a soundbite of a Democrat thanking a Republican. What point have we reached if that, by the way, is accurate and true? So aren't they, by definition, admitting they have to demonize Republicans in order to defeat them? Isn't that what they're saying? We're talking about Detroit, folks. We're not talking about Topeka, Kansas. We're talking about Detroit. We're talking about a city that's been run by the left for a long, long, long time. We're talking about a city that's been run by the left in a state until recently that Trump won in 2016. Correction, stole from Hillary Clinton with the help of Pokemon Go ads. Which is also something silly and ridiculous to have to utter here this morning. I don't have to utter it. I just again, this is the kind of stuff they want you to believe. they They want you to believe that Trump is the one who's dangerous, has the bad ideas, Republicans are the problem. Meanwhile, who's censoring their their representatives for even thanking, thanking someone of the other party? Who's the ones that politicize this crisis? who? Who are the ones that are cheering against drugs like hydroxychloroquine and to some extent remdesivir? Who are the ones who are the ones that want to see? I mean, you talk about someone who uh, people that want to see negative things happen so that Trump can't win. They want to say that Trump wants good things to happen so that his reelection will happen. Maybe just maybe. And the grand scheme of all things imaginable in the universe, Trump wants the economy to work because that's what's best for all Americans. Meanwhile we've got people cheering i think silently at this point but the uh, there there is a little bit of a an increase in the noise that you'll hear the metaphorically produced the cheering over these things but they're they they are rooting against the economy they're rooting against some sort of a treatment to uh, to some extent again i think they want to justify it and 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 uh they want to they don't want people to die but they don't want the, you know for something that trumps team or whatever have put together to suddenly create some sort of a, a, a treatment that we can fast track and, and walk past this they're the ones not all of them but there are some of them there are some of them and they're the ones that act the most uh indignant at people like trump they project quite a bit onto trump they tell us more about themselves in many cases than they ever could possibly tell us about Trump and the way that they're reporting and covering this. And this just has me worked up this morning in ways I haven't been in quite some time. But I've got to take a time out. You're listening to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back here in just a minute. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our My Pillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code Todd to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code Todd. Welcome back. So I have talked about this, this uh, situation in, in Detroit, and I alluded to, again, with the the censor, uh, censoring of Democratic state representative Witseth, uh, which is – who is in Detroit for thanking President Trump, also in Detroit. Also in Detroit. That's reprehensible. Again, who's politicizing this? Who's politicizing this? this it's, it's truly incredible. You can't even thank uh, someone for direct actions taken that result in what you believe to be the saving of your life. You thank somebody for that. You will be. You will be punished. And, of course, the state, uh, the local party there says you don't belong to yourself. You belong to them. You belong to them. I, I can only imagine, only imagine if Republicans said this, especially given the race and gender of the person in question here. You don't belong to yourself. You don't belong to the constituents. You don't represent them. You represent the Democrat Party in this particular, uh, this, this caucus, this, these, these delegates. You represent, <clears throat> you represent them. I mean, it's turning representative government on its head. So many things to say about this. But in addition to their problems with that, they also have a problem with hydroxychloroquine, which we've talked about quite a bit here as well. I alluded to this earlier. I saw this when I was reading about what was happening in Detroit with uh, with this representative who's going to be getting censored potentially. It's what it sounds like. Headline here, again, Detroit News, Dr. 92 treats himself, says he beat COVID-19. And you're going to love why. After designing <clears throat> his own treatment plan, A 92-year-old Wayne State University research doctor says he and his wife, also 92, are among the Michigan residents who appear to have beaten COVID-19. So quick pause. Beating COVID-19 at 92 is a remarkable feat. And two of them, husband and wife, beat COVID-19, it appears. You got to be careful with this disease celebrating too early, although I'm pretty sure that the research doctor knows this. Uh, Dr. Prasad of West Bloomfield Township and his wife, who's also a doctor, began to get sick at the same time a few weeks ago, but he said uh, both have appeared to recover. Things are looking up, he said in a Thursday interview. I am much better today than I was yesterday. Prasad, a medical doctor who spent his career researching the mineral zinc, said he and his wife used the same treatment. Of zinc and yes, yes, yes. Wait for it. Hydroxychloroquine, a malaria drug that is being studied as a treatment for the coronavirus. Prasad said he was taking zinc as a supplement before he uh, he began having symptoms of the virus at the end of March. Uh, March. But Prasad cautioned a zinc hydroxychloroquine treatment should only be used under a doctor's care. Again, yes. First of all, how are you going to get hydroxychloroquine? Am, am I missing something here? How are you going to get hydroxychloroquine without a prescription? legal i mean, d- legally, right? I mean, there's no there's no way to do this. People know this. It's as though they paint. And again, I'm not saying this article saying it, but he. But people are saying that. They almost want you to believe that Trump and his administrations are writing prescriptions for this. You call the White House up, you text them, hey, I got a bit of a headache and sore throat, maybe a little cough. I might have I might have the COVID. Can you can you write me a script there, President Trump? Sure. Sure, I'll sign that, just like I'll sign the the refund checks, which is another issue going around out there. I'll sign that prescription. You walk into any pharmacy, boom, problem solved. It's not how it happens, but we have to put that. <clears throat> people have to state that in every in every article. Almost, if Trump doesn't say it, it's almost as though they want Trump to, to his sound bites to sound like they are a pharmaceutical drug commercial. Well, you didn't state the side effects. You didn't state the legalese at the end of your statement. My goodness, we've lost so much common sense. What is wrong with being hopeful? Of treatments, especially for people who are in very very dire situations, especially when we have examples of not just anecdotal stories, but evidence that it has worked. I know that people have come out. I know that the NIH commission um, has has basically had some bad things to say about this. I know about the study at the VA where they say that even more people died using hydroxychloroquine but again it's not a full clinical trial but they want those headlines to dominate i don't know if it's going to work i don't know but i do know this i do know that death is a worse side effect than anything hydroxychloroquine can cause i do know that and i do know that when a doctor when multiple doctors have talked about it's how you know it'd it be, it's it being a good treatment for the the condition I at least want to pay attention. It's not just Trump up there trying to drive up the stock price of the company that makes hydroxychloroquine. You remember Jim Acosta's question one day when Trump was walking off, of, off the stage at the press, brief, uh, press briefing? Uh, Mr. Mr. President, uh, did you, do you own any, any stock in hydroxychloroquine? Is that what this is all about? I mean that's, that's the world that they've chosen to view it through, and it's not even the world that they've chosen – the lens that they've chosen to view it through. It's the lens that they want you and me and other Americans to view it through. They want to create that narrative so that that one somehow makes sense. And, of course, it doesn't. Anything that's not truthful does not make ultimate sense once it's applied, uh, once we apply some scrutiny to it. And it doesn't take a lot of scrutiny to find the wheels coming off these things. But anyway, I, there are some reprehensible behaviors from people in the media, from people in the Democratic Party. And it's all because we've politicized. I don't want to say we because that had nothing to do with this they've politicized hydroxychloroquine, they've politicized COVID-19, and it's pathetic. And I've got to take a break. You're listening to the Home of Conservative, Not Bitter Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our My Pillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their My Pillow dog bed too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code Todd to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code Todd. Welcome back. Just the wa- just the waning moments of this program as we are a little bit long as we uh, seek to, to wrap things up here for the week. Long last segment as, uh, as well. But look, I'm sick of this. We have to find a way. I understand having different ideas, different ideologies. We've got to be persuasive. I'm one of the folks that will tell you we've got to be more persuasive and convincing people to join the conservative movement. But Man, politicizing a disease is, is reprehensible, and that's what they've done. Guys, thanks for listening. Join us for Hour 2, SDGC in a few. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code Todd to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code Todd.